everybody, and welcome back to The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara K. Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Like a river that don't know where it's flowing I took a wrong turn and I just kept going Everybody's got a hungry That was Mini Driver's cover of Hungry Hearts. <laughs> hey, LaToya. You better not put Bruce Springsteen in there. I'll kill you. And we are joined by our lovely, uh, uh, far across the pond, uh, as Daphne is, uh, <laughs> uh, returning guest, Lauren Mitchell. What's up, Lauren? Not the same pond. <laughs> not the same pond. Not the, it's, 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 a, it's a bigger pond. <laughs> Right, exactly. A far, a far-reaching pond, but definitely <laughs> a pond far, definitely... far away. <laughs> so we watched the. Uh, I mentioned Daphne. We watched Frasier's season eight, episode fourteen, "Hungry Heart," which, if you might not recall exactly what episode it is, because it is later in the in the series, it is the episode where Daphne can't stop eating because they didn't bother to hide. Uh, the pregnancy. So <laughs> I'm assuming, right? She was pregnant. Oh, yeah, she totally. was very she was pregnant. pregnant. She was, did you just ask pregnant. that question, Mora? <laughs> no, but I didn't want to assume anything. I didn't really look into it. But oh, it was I, I too did. Clear to me. I looked it up just to make sure, just in case. Yeah, and there's yeah. a point at which she's I on the ground. Does more research than you do for our podcast, Mora. <laughs> no, I remember it being a thing. That's why. I, but I didn't. I should have looked it up to guarantee it. But I, anyway, I was looking up more of the general stuff of the show. But um, th- this there's a certain scene later on in the episode too where she basically looks like she's about to give yes. birth. Like it's ridiculous. I, I imagine that was intentional, but Jesus, it looks stupid. Oh, of course <laughs> it has to have been. I mean, there have been other shows that have done similar. Like, there's always that famous, not famous, but like infamously ridiculous, um, How I Met Your Mother scene where Lily eats all the hot dogs Ugh. and then we just get Allison Hannigan's very pregnant. But at Ellie least after- they like fit clothing to her that was flattering and not everything they put made Jane Leaves wear. Yes. Oh, what was she wearing? That was like that was most of my problem with this episode. It was so, garbage. It even looked like she had like shoulder pads in at one point. Was I imagining that? I would. I, yeah, I, well, I assume, otherwise, they just uh, she's very pregnant. <laughs> and the red and the red outfit, especially. I'll put a clip of that. That was the worst of the bunch. That? Although I do think the blue one was chosen because it really resembled a violet Beauregard of it all. But oh, I God. think the red one. <laughs> was really unfortunate because it looked almost like there was stuffing up top. Too. Like it was really un- it was a very unflattering dress and or not dress, like outfit in general, but like it it just it was they clearly wanted her to look even heavier than she obviously yeah. was. And she was several months pregnant. I think she was probably at least four or five, six months pregnant even more. I was just glad that um, they didn't kind of fat pad her face. At least her face looked like you know, she gained a bit of weight, but she didn't look ridiculously padded. And it still looked uh, kind of like uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like it was weird the way they shot everything because there were certain like they wouldn't say they were like close up shots of her, but there are some shots where it's just they they, they pull her hair back. Well, it is like the nineties, I think. So yeah. it was like classic, like you know, half up, half down. It was two thousand one. Did you do any research? God, it was. <laughs> but well, the hairstyle was very nineties, where it was that like. You know, it was like most of the hair's up in a clip, 
and there's like a tiny little like baby's breath of hair below. It was just so like, oh god, what were we thinking? But she has that, which is really unflattering because of the way it, it just makes her head look even bigger and everything. Like, it gives her like jowls, essentially. Yeah. It's the illusion of jowls, yeah. which is not flattering. She's a beautiful woman, and she's beautiful while pregnant. Like, if you put her in a fluttering outfit, she would look great. I think she probably like does in 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 outside of this episode like if you saw shots of her at the time when she was pregnant but it just makes her look and she just seems genuinely very uncomfortable because you can tell like she's pregnant the way she even walks is very realistically heavy and it just doesn't look yeah she's pregnant like, i will give them that she's pregnant she's got suit. fraser making stupid fucking comments about it so i'd feel uncomfortable too. yeah kelsey grammar oh, she's got she's got martin making stupid fucking comments about her he's like basically like writing down jokes so he could say them. yeah he's the, he's the worst one in- of the bunch fraser is also not great although i still it's still baffling to me that uh perfect <laughs> human specimen kelsey grammar is the one like also like throwing jokes her way i'm like really also like marty's like not in amazing shape he's older i guess you could claim but he's also not in perfect shape like if anything he's older and probably some lost some weight but he's just like a i don't know he seems to have a beer belly the whole up the whole series really but anyway so let's get into the episode the episode itself is kind of bizarre it's sort of just set up pretty much as a one-note joke of daphne's fat is is the main plot but there's also this ridiculous subplot where i remember this when i was younger as being such a huge deal because of the Roz and frazier of it all you you would mora <laughs> no i didn't i didn't i didn't i was not i was more here for niles and daphne that's why i was shocked regardless but, um, you would either way <laughs> but uh yeah so he he uh well first of all the daphne pre-dinner snack thing starts off the whole bit of it, it it's and ongoing, like, throughout the episode, it is just Daphne cannot stop eating. At first, it just seems like she's just having a good time, but by the middle and the end of the episode, it's like a sickness, essentially. I, trying to I saw it as a sickness the entire time, but I was watching the episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the beginning, it just seems like she was having a snack. She's and then eating it, Brie before yeah. dinner, and they have they addressed that. <laughs> yeah, and she's, like, really, like, putting it away. And then when she gets to dinner, they come back eventually with, like, extra leftovers of other people's well, I mean, like, you could- okay, here's what I'm trying to say. You can tell she's definitely, like, I guess you- they're claiming, like, piggish or something. And again, they're dressing her terribly, especially in this episode. Exactly. But once she gets back from the dinner, you can tell it's, like, far beyond any, like, normal, like, oh, I've had- I've, I'm really, like, letting it go because it's the holidays or whatever they're trying to- it's, like- she genuinely is, like, pulling food off of other people's plates, so it's, it's like, really become, like, a, a problem, essentially. I mean, it's already a problem, but it's, it's madness. But so, they go out, um, to get dinner, and she's stuffing herself with, with brie. Like, lots of brie, too. No one eats that much brie in one sitting. That looks uncomfortable to just eat brie. I don't know, I can't eat that much cheese. <laughs> Liz Lemon would disagree with you, but... Can you imagine, like, eating that much brie and then going and doing something? Like... <laughs> Well, no, I think cheese is overrated, so I would not do that anyway. Exactly. But so she, um, she goes off with, with, um, Niles for the dinner, and Niles is having a blast. Niles is completely oblivious most of the episode. He just loves her so much, and it's so adorable. Yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't, I don't, it's not even that he's, I, it's weird, because it's not that he's ignorant to the fact that she's gained weight, he just doesn't care. And I kind of respect that, because Frasier tries to, like, basically twist his arm, like, hey, you realize that something's going on with Daphne, and and Daphne's 
like off getting something from the kitchen. He's like, well, yeah, she cut her bangs. That was like a week ago. <laughs> Pretty sure, keep up. And and then he presses them, and he I, I, he doesn't even really get to the point that he that he's noticed that she's gained weight and Fraser just says like I wish I could one day love a woman the way that you love Daphne which I mean is not wrong but also it's like calm down Fraser Fraser is always it's, just like it's not Lamora it's not really played as big a laugh as like the jumbos no, joke yeah. that that's, that happens earlier oh, and yeah. stuff so calm, calm down no, no, I just Fraser is more just like I don't know he's just so great I it's played more straight than the other terrible jokes before and after this. Oh, that's this. very true. I just, I, I think my problem is that I just, I had, it's been a while since I've seen, um, how condescending Fraser could be even in, like, the small moments. So I'm just constantly. Like, oh, Fraser. Just constantly, constantly. But I, I mean, I love, you have to love that because what you're signing up for with the show, but I just, it's, it's so instantaneous yeah. and so. But that's like both, both brothers. That's the entire premise of the oh, show. Oh, yeah, I know. And I, I think it's probably just a little. <laughs> Niles is not free of no, that. No, and I think it's just nice to see an episode where Niles isn't that. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's mellowed out a lot by now because he's with Daphne. I think that's kind of, right. that's kind of the point. But the other thing I thought about was that it's kind of disturbing that he is overlooking Daphne's weight because that's a problem. Like, she's problem eating. She's not, you know, it's not just a cute little bit of char, but, you know, she's actually got a problem. And as her husband, he needs to kind of be keeping an eye on her. And also as, like, a therapist. It's nice that he overlooks it in one sense, but not so much in the fact that it's yeah, a legit issue. Yeah, the source of why she's eating this much or something. Because you don't, you don't, I mean, basically they're implying that she put on, like, I would say, like, uh, the equivalent of 50 pounds from, from like, problem eating, and no one's, no one's addressing it. Which, she, she lives with two psychiatrists, well, I guess they're not two, he's not living there, but she lives with a psychiatrist that's, like, infamous, like, across all of the entire city, and then plus she's dating, like, Niles. Like, I mean, obviously the, the most ridiculous pairing of people that they could totally be obnoxious and, and ignorant of what's going on in front of them. But That's you'd think at least thing, Marty but... would be giving a shit for it long Yeah, Marty is usually this. more down to earth. Yeah. Exactly. He usually sees... Le- I mean... But I- yeah, he just gives you her shit and not actually <laughs> be helpful. Like, you guys are complaining about Fraser, but, like, he's the one who's just being an asshole when Fraser at least could potentially help. Right. And I don't know why Marty... In other episodes, Marty would get that role. I think maybe because they just didn't feel like... Yeah curbing the jokes here they let him just be a complete asshole there are some episodes where he definitely is the one he is a complete asshole i don't know what version of fraser you were watching no well there are times when marty will be i mean that's just the way that that kind of a character ends up being is like when you're that hard and like you know set in your ways and stuff you're the 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 emotional payoffs when he is a kind person which is somewhat often with daphne at least is a little more intense than with Fraser and Niles who are So like Jay from Modern Family who ultimately is still an oh, exactly. asshole. Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. But then the <laughs> moment where he at least has like like he'll cry over stuff because he gets super emotional about his dad or something. But he's still an asshole. Oh, oh no, no, never. Yeah, I'm not that. defending either character, they're dad. both assholes. He's still an ass- <laughs> Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Oh, occasionally God. he's <laughs> occasionally he's no, he's just no, he's just a terrible, terrible asshole. He's not the same as those characters because those are crotchety old men, and he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yes, you're right. He has the occasional uh, right, so... redeeming moment. Mm, no, he does not. Underneath a lot of other stuff, but uh, so so anyway, so uh, but meanwhile, aside from that whole plot that's, that's unfolding slowly um, as they go out to dinner to eat even more at a big luxurious dinner uh, between now. Kenny's fucking plot with a sociopath wife. Oh my god, this this is. She's a sociopath. Like, right? Oh, We're in agreement of that. Sure. Like, this she is, this she is has to be. Several movies. Isn't this because she, of- the fact that she knows who Fraser is makes her a sociopath. Oh, for sure. I mean, 
I think that, I think that from the minute he sits down, I mean, she probably initially thought, like, okay, I can get away with this. Like, I can pretty much just, you know, have this one little date. It'll feel like, you know, retribution for what, what I was hurt. But the fact that she, like, goes along with it for more than one episode is insanity. Like... See, that's insane. It's like, it's one thing, I guess, if Kenny wasn't uh, Frazier's, uh, I guess, boss. And, like, so his wife would never have any reason to, like, really know who he is. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. But, like, the very fact that she knows who Frazier is and, like, knows their relationship. So it's creepy. like, no. So creepy. that That's intent right there. That's it's not okay. On, on other, on other like, mediums, like, I've seen, I don't know, I can't pull any off, my, off the top of my head. But I know that this, this kind of a plot device where it's go on a fake date with someone and pretend you're that person is played up for a lot more serious either, like... I'm sure, like, Boy Meets World had, like, 20 know, of those. Right? I know that Save the Bell had 80 of yes. them. But, like, surely that can be played up for laughs more so than... I, even in this episode, I mean, there are laughs in it, but it's also, like, it's kind of twisted. It's creepy. Because Kenny, Kenny and his wife suck. Right. Yes. and <laughs> They both suck. and They belong they together. Really do. And then... In other, I-, I could totally see, like, a horror movie. This is, like, gen- like you're saying, like, a sociopath. Like, this is how people get killed. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she goes on the fake date with him, and then, like, knows him intimately, and then just gets mad, and then tries to tap him for herself. I mean, if they wanted Ileana Douglas to play it like a psychopath, like, they could have gotten By the way, guys, it's Ileana Douglas playing this character. <laughs> Can we not say that? Because, holy shit. So, Ileana Douglas, well, first of all, um... Before any of this happens, um, I think Daphne and Alice have gone off at this point, or they're just getting ready to go out. And Kenny but turns Kenny up. Oh, turns which, up. Well, the whole thing actually reminded me of the fact that Fraser is at, like, it seems are so long because a lot of them are just like, uh, we leave the room and then the doorbell rings and someone else enters the room. And, that, like, the scenes are like, the entire act is one and scene, watched, which is actually rather impressive. I've watched this entire show and I genuinely had to pull up Frasier and be like, is this a 40 minute show? It's not? <laughs> I was like, wait, how did, I thought it was. Because when I was younger, which is when I really watched this, like, heavily, I feel like I thought this was definitely a 40 minute show because the way they have the act breaks with the, the title cards and stuff, which is infamous for this show and, and other shows similar to this where they try and do like Bernie Mac show did that too yeah. yeah so they'll do like a little title card that this sums up whatever's about to happen which is it's kind of like a play obviously it's what they're going for but like it kind of bleeds from scene to scene so you really do forget like and then also this is Gilmore Girls level of like everyone's just talking constantly in long sentences with big words and no one's slowing down the slowest in here is like I guess you'd say Marty regularly but even he is constantly like at least like cracking jokes and stuff so you really like have to keep up and they get a lot in even though not much happens in this episode for some episodes that can be even more daunting even though like this happened to have a ton of random scenes that blended together into longer arcs but there are episodes where those are much inter- much more interesting arcs that, that actually require a little more attention rather than just Daphne finding a Claire throughout the apartment. <laughs> and if she's <laughs> not finding them, it's other people finding it and going, <laughs> Fucking hell. What's, that was what's going on with this? And it's like, oh god. Dude, Claire's like getting passed around <laughs> is just the worst thing. Oh god. But anyway, so, so Kenny shows up amidst all the oh. chaos and Kenny... Kenny's the worst. What is this? Why would you volunteer this information to, to someone you work with? I'd be like, that's so embarrassing. I guess, well, I mean, he does work with, uh, like, the biggest therapist in all of Seattle, yeah, so. I don't know. Look, I just, how many friends is using, trash, yeah. regardless. How many other friends do you honestly think Kenny has? Yeah, like, that's with very all true. Due he has no friends. And I wouldn't even <laughs> consider Fraser a friend, especially after this episode. And, uh, the whole thing about this entire plot is implausible anyway, because 
it's not the, it's not even like a physical thing with Kenny. It's a Kenny's personality is trash. I know, and he's supposed to get like two women at once. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, sure, Kenny. It's like, no. They would talk to him, and they realize he is like he's got no self esteem, and he's like the worst. And they would not talk I mean, to him anymore. We already just set up the fact that he was stepping out on Ileana Douglas, so that should say everything you need to know about this person. But so he he comes to Fraser like, hey, I ran into this random woman. I hit it off with her. Named Janice. <laughs> Which, by the way, what's Eliana Douglas' character name? I, I only called her, quote-unquote, Janice. Because she, she was fake Janice, Me basically. Too, I don't know his wife's name. He just, he just kept saying, my wife. So, I don't know what his wife's name is. Well, I think, I think she's Kenny. only billed as my wife. I don't think... What's this, Kenny? He, he constantly says, my wife. And I'm like, say her name. I think she's just billed as you, Kenny's wife. I don't, proper noun. I don't think that she's actually playing anybody else. But. I don't... I don't like that. But, but regardless of that, I also hated the fact that Janice, the character Janice... Oh, yeah, she is credited as Kenny's wife. I'm sorry. Know, like, that's, that's like, terrible. It's, it's pointless. It's ridiculous. But um, Janice is spelled with an S, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what? Ew, get out of here. No offense, Janice. J-A-N-I-S. Ew. <laughs> God, no wonder she was going after exactly. Kenny. She's like a, she's a ground floor. So we, find, we meet this other woman, and this other woman... With, is Janice with an S, which says all you need to know. Yes, and Fraser's like, I'll go talk to her since you, you made a date, <sighs> and you, you gave her your home phone number. Yes, so <laughs> before Ken, when Kenny met her, he basically just set up a date without thinking, and then basically comes to Fraser because he can't be his own human being and handle his shit. <laughs> He's like, Fraser, will you cancel this date uh, with me? Fraser's just like, go home, go home to your wife and children, of which you have both. I didn't even know the children until, like, later into the episode, I'm like, oh my god, when they brought the children up, I'm like, Jesus. Did you watch the episode? What <laughs> monsters. But, so, he, he, um, he begs Fraser to intervene, and Fraser begrudgingly decides that it's better that he, because he's worried. It's not like Fraser has anything better to do. Yeah, he's worried by the timing, he decides to go down and, and, you know, say something, Kenny's almost convinced himself to go down, and he doesn't think he'll actually be able to stop it, he thinks he'll just go through with it, which is, again... Again, why does anyone want him? Oh, it's ridiculous. And so he goes down, um, Kenny's wife is there, which we didn't know at the time, when Fraser's saying he's gonna go talk to Janice, he thinks he's just gonna go talk to Janice. We find out in the, in the interim that Ileana Douglas intervenes and says, hey, who the fuck Because is Janice, Janice with an S and no E... <laughs> Call left a voicemail on their on their home phone number. I guess explaining in in detail where they're meeting and like like what time and like she called his eyes Hazelicious. Yes. Oh, his eyes are brown. Hazelicious. Gross. That was <laughs> that was one of the worst. Oh god. But I feel like that was such a she just have some self respect. Such a Fraser thing too, because I feel like they would just add ishes on things just to make fun of it, because that's just the way Fraser does it. <laughs> Fraser, for those of you who have never watched Fraser, it's kind of like but what is wrong with you people? Yes, but it's also like you kind of had to uh, agree. Part of watching the show is agreeing to like read a dictionary once or twice every couple of weeks. But so they they don't usually use terms like hazelicious unless they're making fun of someone. Um, but so. He, she, she basically calls her out, says, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's married. Janice, I mean, you, despite the S, she realizes she's <laughs> fucked up, and she just pieces the hell out. Cause she she kind of, like, I, I think she knew something was up, and then when that happened, she was just like, oh my god, you must have been my best. Janice didn't know shit. She was terrible. And so she just runs off. And that's the last we see of Janice, but in the meantime, um, Kenny's wife, uh, Ileana Douglas, uh, sits down to, I guess 
finish her meal. I think that, let's call her Janice with a C-E, the proper Janice. But so I'm confused here because did she just like basically agree to pay her check? Because that's what she does. She sits down. Maybe she hasn't ordered anything. Well, no, she just sits down because uh, Janice hasn't ordered. And then Fraser comes and he suggests that they have a, have have a meal. meal. Yeah, and Fraser yeah. offers to, oh, well, so Fraser comes down. He says, are you here waiting for Kenny? And Ileana Douglas is just like, who the hell? Well, I guess she knows it's Fraser, though, right? She's like, oh, yeah, I am. But either way, she's yeah, just she... like, yeah, I am. She knows like, who Fraser is. Janice girl. And he, she basically decides to pretend for a second that she's Janice, but I guess she's charmed by Fraser and just keeps the act up because he starts asking all these questions about it. Um, he just sort of says, like, well, I hate to break the news, but he does love you. He can barely keep his, his, you know, hands and eyes off of you, all that kind of stuff. That's why I'm here. Well... And that makes her more mad. He, not that he does love you, because, again, he thinks he's a Janice. Right. Oh, the whole time he thinks it's Janice, and he has no idea He's like, until... he's so attracted to you, but he has a wife. And that, she, she, it's not that she's charmed by Fraser, it's that she's pissed at Kenny, and it's like, fine. Right. I'm gonna go out. She's, she's revenge, she's revenge dating Fraser, which... Jesus Christ! Like what a terrible life that is. <laughs> no, he's just—he's not worth revenge dating. He's not. No, no, oh, no. Jesus. But so he offers to buy her a, either a meal or drinks at least, and she she's like, "Oh sure, of course, that'd be great." So they decide to sit there and they have the drinks. Um, meanwhile, upstairs, this is where things get really bad with the Daphne and the Niles. Um, <laughs> upstairs? You go upstairs in the restaurant. Oh, God, of course. I'm upstairs of the, of the uh, apartments. But they're back upstairs in the in their apartment, and it is... Uh, okay, so they get home from dinner. This is where we find out that Daphne has requested the unfinished pork chop off of someone else's plate because they barely touched it. I mean, if you're going to request someone's unfinished food, don't make it a pork chop. Come on, girl. Also, also just never... Why would anyone do that? Like, I understand not wanting food to go to waste, but that's next level. Especially because that's something that someone had to, like, you know... I guess they used a fork and a knife, but still, it just... It felt... Of all the things, it's not like it's something that you could really, like, you know... It's not like a portioned meal where you get part of it. You, plus, you don't know where that person's exactly. been. Like, it's just, no. Because the rest germs. of the food touches the food that you're eating. It's just as gross. <laughs> but so anyway, so she's like, she's, they have a little, like, uh, swan. Which, apparently, the people at the restaurant were really, like, rude to her for, for thinking that it was creepy that she asked. But I'm like, no, they were just calling you out on how gross behavior that was. And, uh, of course, Niles is not capable of doing this. And she calls the restaurant snooty. snooty which is... And her, her, her Jane leaves which accent, It's hilarious, because she's a character on Frasier. Uh, but yeah, so then they, um... They discuss it amongst each other, like, oh, that's so stupid, but Niles goes to put the, the uh, swan in, what's the, you know, doggy bag slash, like, uh, aluminum swan back into the refrigerator. I First of all, I've never had that. Is that, like, a thing you can actually get? Yes, it is. But oh, okay. I guess you just not fancy enough, Maura. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> I live in Philadelphia area. You're not snooty no, enough, Maura. Yeah, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a thing. I've had that before. I've never had that, but in my life. Um, but so, <laughs> my life. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, but so, so anyway, so they get that. He's putting it in the refrigerator, and she, honestly, she was going towards the bedroom, and then suddenly we cut back and she's in the living room, but I was like, all right, fine, I'll just deal with it. But she, she has now stepped on one of Eddie's chew toys, twists her ankle. That and goddamn dog. And it's really just, it's an excuse to put uh, Jane Leaves on her, uh, on her butt. Literally looking like she's about to give birth. Like, she's, like, in pain, so she's also kind of, like, whimpering. And she's like, oh, God. I don't know if the point like, was to make it look like she's giving birth, considering my mind did not go there at all. Oh, I, that's all I saw. I was like, oh, That's God, all you were so seeing when you were missing everything else that actually happened in the episode, Maura. 
No, no, but I, I, it was just to me, it was so the way she had her hands out and stuff. And her legs so... spread, like yeah, she did. It was weird. That, I think that was completely intentional, and it was just no, guys, no. Oh, well, fine. We could just say that was the spectacular directing of one Mr. Kelsey Grammer. Who directed this episode? <laughs> he directed this episode! I love it. I saw that, too. But so, um, so he, so he's sitting there and, um, trying to pull Jane Lee's up from the ground, but since Stephanie's now heavy, because she's, well, we all know pregnant, but just heavy from all the chocolate in this universe, um, chocolate, Niles chocolate, being chocolate. Niles is, like, a, a, literally like a leaf. He can barely, like, lift himself up I'm sure it's like brittle bones but he's trying to lift up Daphne and he can't do it and then he calls out for Marty which again I'm like you really probably shouldn't have Marty lifting things Marty's like already kind of Marty's useless and of course he's a piece of shit and she fell on Eddie I'm sorry you guys complain about Frasier but Marty's actually the worst character on this terrible show oh god I I, I absolutely laughed over that I couldn't help it because I, I the way he delivers it is just genuinely like terrible. even the stories the actors have said about that dog I think they actually wish that she had so yeah. oh, God, <laughs> but so uh, so they she she was right she's on the ground. Niles can't pick her up. He's talking about trying to get like a fulcrum going, and he calls out for Marty, and Marty comes out yelling, like what happened? And they say that she fell, and she fell on something, on something. Blah blah. blah. They don't know. He didn't say the chew toy, and of course Marty's like Eddie, Eddie! Oh my God! Eddie's trapped underneath her. But then Eddie comes running to help, and Eddie's just fine. Uh, um, as you know, I have to bring everything to wrestling. Fat. Jesus Christ, what is that? <laughs> who is he talking about? He's talking about Samoa Joe, a wrestler who was fat. God damn it. Alright, well, I won't, I won't... But yes, that's exactly what Marty... Marty comes across as just wanting to scream. Well, I mean, we do at one point kind of get Frasier. But, um, so so Eddie comes running out, and um, that's when... Uh, he does eventually get her up after Frasier also walks in, um, coming home from the date. And that's when she realizes she's wearing two different shoes, which I also kind of laughed yeah. at. Yeah, she's got a bad sense of humor. So the way she says it is just like because she they finally all push her up, and then she kind of gets to look at her feet based on how she's like angled, and she's like, "Oh, I'm wearing two different shoes!" Like that's part of her freaking out that she stood up. I love that I'm the only one who's actually like, "This is not funny." Of the terrible plot that is the reason we're watching this episode in the first Those place. Those are the only you're two like, I'm happy the rest of the episode. I did not laugh at any part of this. Oh, but so, um, so she, she realizes she's wearing two different shoes, and that's where Marty gets another zinger in, where he says, hey, it took three cranes to lift you. (laughs) Again, the worst character. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But so, um, then we get Kenny showing back up. Apparently Kenny was just circling the building, which- Instead of going home to his family. What is wrong? Like, I, is he trying to say he was upset, like he was nervous? Yeah. But like, no, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. I was like, you basically were just, you wanted to hear how your, like, almost date would have gone. That's what you really want. I, I don't, I didn't buy that he was upset, like, did it work? Did you break it off with her? I think he was just like, so how did Janice look? Like, like that's basically what he was asking. Um, but so, the so uh, they're all just sort of sitting around. Frasier was like, oh, it went great. It was fine. No big deal. Um, I went on a date with her, kind of. And, and I think Kenny takes it somewhat well, although he's still kind of freaked out the fact that Fraser says that he kind of talked to her. Um, and then 
that's kind of it for now. And you're, for all we know, that, that that plot is wrapped up. But of course, it's Frasier, so well, it no, not be that. We thing. know it's not wrapped up because it's his wife, more. Exactly. Well, we don't know where it's going to go. If it had just been the one date, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. But, I feel like from the beginning of this plot, you know exactly where it's going to go. From the moment his wife pretends to be Janice, you know exactly where it's going to go. This is like the most by-the-numbers plot possible. Yes, and well, at the end of the scene where Daphne finally gets up on her feet, too, she's now proclaiming that she wants to lose weight. Um, so they're they're all committed to try and help her do that. Um, and uh, Niles again, quit like whatever Daphne wants, Daphne's gonna get. So he's just like, I'm gonna help you. It's no problem. Like we'll be, I'll be your like partner in crime kind of thing. So uh, we get to the next interstitial where it's you know was this, was this the Moonstruck one or that the earlier one? But either well, way, that was Moonstuck, by the way. And this oh, is Hungry Heart. Uh, yes. Yeah, so then uh, we get over to uh, her trying to lose weight in heavy quotation marks. Where she's basically just pretending, like, claiming to Niles that she's on a diet. And then we get Jane Leaves running around the house, opening books, eating chocolate that's stuffed inside. She has a Claire stuffed in art pieces. I don't even know she what had, to she think She had, like, cookie dough or something. Was that cookie dough in the telescope? What? What was that? Was, we didn't I, see that bit I thought, thought until it was the like end. was like a roll of, you know, the, the pre-rolled cookie dough. Stuff. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. I thought it was just a roll of... I don't even know. I don't know. It, it could have been a bratwurst ridiculous. for all I know. Good God. Well, they don't, I mean, I guess they kind of do when they go to dinner. She, but it's a lot of sweets. Like, we do... She is, like, very much interested in sweets. It's not so much other food, which was nice. It wasn't, like, a lot of gross, like, eating chicken legs or anything like that. But, like, it was still, like, a lot of chocolate. She... It, it escalates to the point where eventually Marty finds, like, a whole box of, like, donuts or cookies or something behind... Donuts. Treats. Donuts, yeah, he finds donuts behind the dog treats, so it does, it gets worse and worse, but so we, we get the beginning part where it's just her kind of just running around eating everything she can while everybody's looking the other way, which is very sad, actually. I find that very sad. I don't find it, I mean, it was, it was set up to be funny, and the audience is having a, a complete blast, but it was sad. And, uh, but Niles comes in, um, like, kind of, again, sweetly, it's like, I bought you a workout machine. It's, like, the best of the best of the best. And uh, it's going to claim to, uh, it's supposed to help her, what was it, like, help her core or something? And he's like, it'll be great. And uh, we're going to, like, work on get you back in shape and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, of course, we, it's not the last we've seen of Kenny either because he's back telling <laughs> Frasier that he thinks his wife is having an affair, which we all know now, although Frasier is not aware yet, that it's with Frasier because Frasier is now supposed to be dating some girl tonight who's coming over to the house, which we, I mean, you can make the obvious assumption that it's the same woman you met before. He's, well, he says it's Janice. Janice. Exactly. Which she he doesn't tell, does he ever tell Kenny that he's dating Janice? I think he tells yes. that part of it. Oh, he does. Okay. Yes. So he, he tells Kenny that he's dating Janice. He's like, he's, she's there for He's like, I want to let you know. Oh, yeah. Well, she does. Okay. Well, he tries to not tell him at first, I think. That's what I was remembering. He, he keeps it hidden before, but then when, Jan- when well, when we know Ileana Douglas shows up, he has to admit to Kenny that's actually Janice. She's the person who's coming here. And Kenny's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my god. And Frazier's like, here, he, hide out in my bedroom. I'll, like... He's like, what the fuck? Because he doesn't want her to be, like, mad at him. Not because, like, what the fuck? You're taking my girl. <laughs> Let's make yeah, this okay. clear. More. Well, Kenny also seems like the type of person we should make it clear because you weren't even sure what he was going to react like. At any given moment, nothing Kenny does makes much sense. Uh, but so he... He runs into the bedroom, like, tries to hide out while Janice is there because he's worried if, you know, if she sees her, it'll, it'll end up being chaotic. And, um, 
Frasier lets her in, and then it's at, well, obviously we know it's Leona Douglas. And Kenny earlier had made some uh, ridiculous comment about how she was wearing that Wonder Rob to her neck at a PTA meeting, because then we get Leona Douglas in a really low-cut top. I don't know what he was trying to say. Like, I, I guess that's supposed to be like a Wonder Ball thing, but it didn't I hope look like didn't that. wear it to a PTA meeting because that is a ridiculous outfit. No, it was, it was a fake PTA meeting in the first place. But, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's- so he he was like, I'm. I think she's cheating. Essentially, we know now clearly she's either we did. I, at this point, you don't really know how deep into the relationship she's with Fraser. For all we know, there she's are- in a relationship with Fraser. It doesn't matter that's revenge. She is willingly knowing who he is. Oh, no, I know. I just meant I didn't know if it was, like, carnal at this point yet. You can't tell. Carnal? <laughs> I figured it was the same date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's definitely You went to carnal, we went to second date. Yo, it's it's Frasier. He could totally, like, you don't know how Frasier rolls. Surely Frasier slept with at least one person on the first date before, but, right? Like, definitely Gene Smart, but it's not carnal. <laughs> Well, we do this know. Is, well, this is anyway, not carnal. He's got the fireplace lit. He's got wine. It was gonna be carnal very soon. <laughs> Jesus the Christ! Carnal, I hate you. <laughs> Never anyway. say carnal ever again. Oh Jesus! But so anyway, uh, they they're there for he's there. She's there for the day. He Kenny's there, kind of in the background, like whoops. And uh, Fraser is kind of left like in the wind because he doesn't know what to do because he's kind of stuck with her there. He can't really get rid of her. But he can't get rid of Kenny without her seeing well, him. So he doesn't want to get rid of her. Like, no, it turns no, into one not. of those cup games where the pee's under one of the cups, except that two of the cups are cheating on each other, and the third cup is Fraser, so nobody's going to win. <laughs> well, I would no, say no, it's no. like the being two places at once, and the two places are just various rooms in his apartment. <laughs> his own apartment. Look, you're a grown man, Fraser. Just tell her to go home. For oh the no, him being a grown man actually comes up when she re- reveals who she is. Because I'm like, why didn't he just? Tell the truth. Yeah, at that Kenny. point you should bring Kenny out and then be the therapist that you are and actually help them deal with Instead, he decides to be a sitcom character. Instead, he's just like, um, let's be blame make out with Roz. Like, this is no big deal. Right, anyway, so, uh, jumping ahead. Uh, so she, she's there for the date looking great because she's Ileana Douglas and they're kind of just trying to get cozy even though Frasier has this Tell background carnal. noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, you know. Uh, but so Frazier's there with his, like, background noise. Like, oh my god, I gotta get rid of Kenny somehow. And doesn't really know what to do. So he's kind of coming back and forth. Uh, but at the same time, we have more Niles and Daphne back and forth. Because she's still surreptitiously eating all over the place. Including, this is the point where we see the eclair. Yeah, she's now, leaving food behind. She's not doing it very well. What What was that? I, I don't like, I mean, like, look. I kind of get the whole, like, maybe hiding the chocolate and maybe hiding, like, sweets in the kitchen in various places because, you know, if you live with a lot of people, you might want to keep it to yourself or something. That's stupid, but I could at least buy that. And then we find out, obviously, she's got the eating stuff, so she's doing it just because she wants to eat a lot. But, like, leaving unopened, I mean, like, uncovered eclairs in, like, random, like, I guess it's like a big vase-looking thing... It's just, that's going to bring ants. You're a housekeeper. You should know this is just a bad idea. Well, she's the one who has to clean it up anyway. I guess so. But, or I guess she figured she was going to eat it. But I'm like, so what, is, what does a day look like for Daphne? Is she, like, going to the store, buying, like, an entire arm's worth of, like, everything in the store, and then just, like, walking around the house, dropping it in random places? Like, that's ridiculous. But that's exactly what she did. Like, she's hiding it, like, 
again, like, a bunch of, a bunch of the characters are acting like complete sociopaths. Like, who puts a, whatever that is, a bratwurst or whatever, <laughs> in a telescope? <laughs> that is, oh my god. Like, literally, guys, she screws, unscrews the telescope and something falls out because she put something, I mean, she's gotta be hoping it's overcast for the next couple weeks. Because otherwise, <laughs> someone's gonna notice that right away. But anyway, so she's, oh, uh, she's eating. Oh, chocolate chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me or meatballs. Leave um, the so podcast she... right now. <laughs> but so Both she... of you. <laughs> so she... Oh, not again. <laughs> we keep getting but kicked so off she... this podcast. <laughs> well, you oh. know why. <laughs> <laughs> but so Niles comes in. I wouldn't even say... That. He doesn't even, like, complain. He's just like, oh, you didn't actually break the workout machine. Just a spring, like, got popped loose. It was fine. Like, again, Niles, for the most part... Completely well, charming man, in the episode. Just well, fine. in theory, honestly, I don't think Niles would have put the machine together well. No, that, 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 been on him. <laughs> that could definitely have been on him. I feel like you would have hired someone to do it for him. He couldn't hire someone to get in the three hundred instead of the one hundred since he couldn't even hold, like, carry the three hundred. Oh God, Niles! Niles is the best. Anyway, so so Niles is. Like, I mean, oh. he's the best when he's not having an emotional affair with Daphne. Right. I said it. Boom. 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 (laughs) Come at me, Daphne Nile shippers. Oh jeez. So she, so she, uh, she uh, at some point broke the machine she was working out on. Then she, that's why she, I guess, had the time to walk around and just, you know, peruse random snacks throughout the living room. Um, but so one of them is she takes a bite of an eclair and then dumps it in this big vase looking. I I don't even know what it is. It's just like an art piece or something. I don't know. But so she leaves it in there. And then, like, leaves the room. And then at one point, later on, um, we get Marty walking past it. And I think it's Fraser that looks in and sees it there. And he's like, whoa, Dad, what did I tell you about leaving Eclairs around? Which is like, <laughs> what is this plot? Is there some, like, previous plot where Marty's just leaving Eclairs? It's so stupid. And so he gives it to Marty, and he's like... He totally would just leave Eclairs around, though. I like, know. he would. Well, you have a dog. You can't be leaving Eclairs around. Like, I heard He's also dog. a terrible old man, so of course he would. Oh. But so Marty just, like, eh, just shrugs and eats the Eclair that's happy, and I'm like, gross! I'm like, not only has that been left out, which is probably, like, tastes stale at this point, because... It's been left out for, like, a minute. For I don't know. Well, it's, she pulls it from out of there. How who knows how long it's been in it? I'm, um, I'm sure she like made sure that each hiding space was a great freshener. Chris, <laughs> it's like she every space was like a homemade crisper. But honestly, the amount of time she's spending hiding these snacks, she could just be standing at the refrigerator eating. Like I don't understand what she's doing. Well, Why he took all the snacks out of the fridge, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But so so she. Oh, yeah, so that's probably... But that's way, exactly why, more. Yeah, but she was doing it even before then, though, so I don't know what the excuse was then. But so, uh... So she, he, she wasn't he, doing it before then. Wasn't she doing it earlier in the episode? Yeah. No. She, oh, yes, she not. was, because she, she had... What'd she do? Yeah, she had, like, um... Uh, she, I guess not. she have, like, chocolate at the start of the episode? I guess No, that's the chocolate that Niles brought, but... After she says that Niles got rid of all the snacks and stuff, that's when she started doing that. Niles, like, brought the chocolate in the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's basically just because it happened so incredibly quickly, the transition. No, she wasn't, like, hiding things before because it was all out in the open before. Yeah. So, well, she was eating the brie. That's what we're thinking of. Yes. I think, Lauren. But either way, so she she's now, like, definitely, like, on the, on the prowl for, like, secret treats. And, uh, so there's also, like... 
no, nothing like the present for uh, a time for like, like the weirdest insert of a of a gay joke, which I guess is just a classic Frasier because I guess that was I, I I vaguely remember this from being a child watching this. There was a lot of that with the two comedy of the in the '90s, honestly. Exactly. But so um, Frasier is coming from the bedroom, um, talking to going to talk to Janice, and that's when Marty shows up before he eats the eclair. And Marty's like, oh, he's like, what are you, Marty's like, hey, what are you doing, Frazier? And he's like, well, what are you doing here for? You're supposed to clear out. I have a date tonight. And that's, obviously, he's going to talk to Janice, but then that's when Kenny comes out of the bedroom. He's like, Doc, I need you in the bedroom. And uh, Marty's just like, pretty. Yep. Pretty. Because he and Jay Pritchett from Modern Family are the same character, and they're both the worst. God. They really are very similar. It's really upsetting. They're exactly, like, basically exactly the same. He's only, he didn't get a hot, a hot younger wife. Pretty much. He even has it. a fucking dog. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Stay tuned for Think Pieces coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Pritchett is actually Marty. Anyway, Marty Crane. Alright, so so Marty eats the eclair, um, and he leaves to walk Eddie in the meantime. Um, and that's when he tries to get Kenny out of there. Because this is a, kind of an opening for him to try and do that, but it doesn't really work because... Things are falling apart very quickly, essentially. Um, at the same time, though, Roz shows up, which, because that's, she needs to be in the episode, and it's mostly contained in the apartment, so Roz is here to drop off a load With her leather of pants. Oh my god, what was she wearing? Leather she was pants. wearing leather pants. She was going out to the lead. Oh god. But so... You're so anti-woman she... taking control of her sexual, like, <laughs> desires and getting well, some? No, no, no. It was more just like... It's just what it sounds like, Nora. leather pants. But so anyway... She's trying to get some. You wear leather pants when you're trying to get some. <laughs> she Sorry wearing, you haven't had that situation. She was wearing perfume with pheromones in it. I think it's fairly obvious she was trying to get some. Oh, yeah, right. more apparently missed that. No, I did. I Well, that's, you know. But so, so Roz brings a low-fat cookbook that, that uh, Daphne had been asking about before when they were, I guess, talking at some point. And she t- explains... She, well, Daphne says it smells... She say it smells good, or she just says I think she just brings it up because she's just so excited about using it. But she's like, "Oh yes, I'm trying out this new perfume that has hormones in it, supposed to make guys go crazy." So that's well, no, she still has pheromones, and then Daphne asks what pheromones are because apparently in 2001 people didn't know what pheromones were, <laughs> and that's what she mentions and, hormones. And then she's like, "Should I put more on?" Because Daphne couldn't smell any. I'm like, "Well, I, she's not really your your demo, I don't think." But, but like, the, maybe it's, she supposed is. To, it's supposed to smell she, at least. It's maybe perfume. she's the target audience. Who knows? I don't know, maybe, because she's like, oh, Daphne, you're not into it? I gotta go put some more on. And so she excuses herself to the bathroom, which is right next to the door, obviously. Um, and so, Frasier, earlier than that, too, or, or as this is happening... Yeah, Kenny had wanted, like, to call his wife on his cell phone, although he wanted Frasier to dial for him because his hands are sweaty, because, again, why would anyone want Kenny? Gross. <laughs> and so, um... So Frasier decides instead of that, he's like, I'm going to put you on the bed and have you count to 1,000 and close your eyes. It's supposed to be, like, a, a technique to calm yourself. Um, and then, so he leaves, and that's when he... I mean, he already has kind of realized at this point. Like, I don't know what it is exactly that... that well, no! Oh, oh, he's looking Jesus Christ, Mark, Kenny shows him a picture of her. Yes, yeah. Because he's got, he says... He shows her yes. picture at the Grand Canyon. He's like, those were the breastfeeding years. And he, I'm like... He was so excited, like, dude, you wouldn't be able to touch her breast if those were the breastfeeding years. I don't know why you were so excited. God. And so he's, and he says that, like, it wasn't she, it was like a, he, she's almost as good as the, uh, the Grand Canyon natural beauty. And then he shows her a picture of, not Janice, his, Ileana Mrs. Douglas, Kenny. the wife. 
Yes, which is who Frazier knows, obviously. No, Janice with a C-E. Um, and he freaks out because, oh my god, he's dating Kenny's wife, um, essentially. And so he excuses himself and has Kenny do that thing on the bed where he tries to calm himself down. And then, uh, runs off to basically- I mean, I will say at least Frazier does very quickly say that to her. He- there could have been a terrible part where he tries to, like- I don't know, pretend he doesn't know. Except for, know, well, Frazier should just get them together and then therapize right. them. Frazier uh, should do. He should have brought her, brought him into the bedroom and then, I don't know. Because they should address <laughs> the issues they clearly have as a couple. Clearly. If you like, say Carnal again, LaToya, we're kicking you off the podcast. Carnal. <laughs> but so. I didn't, but so, I didn't say it. <laughs> but so, so they put, they put. He has Kenny in the bed trying to calm down, and Ilian Douglas is also kind of freaking out. But then when he also says, like, hey, you have to understand where Kenny was coming from, like, he tries to explain away Kenny's being a piece of shit. And they like, after all, you were attracted to me. Well, she <laughs> and Douglas and she's like, like, now she has no way to stand on anyway because she's a garbage person. So, oh, exactly. like, they belong and, together because they're both explains- awful people. She explains that her dating, yeah, her dating Frazier was more revenge, so she wasn't actually even in- interested in him. Um, which Frazier Except for, takes- it doesn't even work as revenge because Kenny never knows. Right. Well, that's, to her, she thought he was gonna figure it out, I guess, or at least she felt like she was getting some in revenge because she was stepping out on him. And she doesn't know her husband because he's an idiot. And so she rushes out, leaving her purse there. And then as Kenny's leaving, shortly after, because Kenny claims, oh, it didn't work. Well, as she's leaving, she's like, thank you for making me feel great. And of course, Fraser slams the door in her face because hilarity. And uh, Kenny comes running out and he says, hey, uh, that technique doesn't work. I'm, I want to go home. I'm, I'm sick of this. Hey, guys, quick question. Mm-hmm. If Kenny's wife has a cell phone, doesn't that mean Kenny would have a cell phone, too? I mean, technically, yeah, but I guess he... Then why wouldn't he have given Janice his cell phone number in the first place? Because he's, he's a, a fuckwit. <laughs> this whole uh, plot is fucking idiotic. There's no point to it. Yeah, it really is. It's it's completely... It's all... Because Kenny's an idiot. Um, it falls so apart Kenny... if anyone acts like an adult in the entire thing. Right. Well, I guess you could claim Eddie does. Eddie has nothing. <laughs> Eddie does just fine. Well, he's not part of the plot! <laughs> How dare you! Um, so... So, so he, he gets rid of the wife, but the wife's purse is still there, which Kenny notices because Kenny bought it for her for her birthday. I'm like, suddenly Kenny's all eyes and he notices all these things. <laughs> Where was this, like, literally five seconds ago as the door was shut on his wife's loud voice from the other room? Like, how could you not? Also, he stormed out there to yell at Frasier. Didn't you know Janice was supposed to still be here? Like, what, did you just forget about that? Like, gave up on it? At least yell out or something or have, I don't know, it was stupid. But so he just gave up on the fact that Janice was out there. I guess he's going to confront her, too. And uh, it's just Frasier. And Frasier's like, oh, it's uh, not your wife's purse. It's, uh, the truth is, it's something much more devious than that kind of stuff. Like, kind of just tap dancing around the subject until Roz just shows up. I don't think he even realizes she's there. She just pops out of the bathroom. And Frasier grabs her. He sexually assaults her. Aggressively. It's so aggressive. Which I... Roz thinks at the time, which is also really creepy because Roz thinks it's because of her pheromones, but like, it's gross. And he and it's not just the one kiss; it goes uh. in for another one after they react. And it's just that second one was really, really. I mean, it was already bad, but the second one is like he like pushes up against. Like it's so gross. Ugh. And so, um, Kenny just freaks out because obviously he knows them being together is. I, 
I guess a conflict of interest. Like, did, did they ever mention on the show? Is it like some kind of a workplace policy? I don't they ever mentioned it. I don't know. It's probably something because I'm sure that they've kind of hinted at that before, where they they're both adults and they obviously. Kenny just thought it was awesome. He was like, he's oh, yeah, you dog. Yeah. Oh god, he's so gross. And then also after kissing her twice, he just shoves Roz in the bathroom <laughs> and shuts the door on her. I was like, wow. My god. And, of course, Kenny's just all about, like, yeah, you dog. And then leaves. Um, and so, uh, when Roz comes back out the second time to get her stuff and, like, leave, she just screams, try to control yourself, too. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was- I, I didn't laugh at it, but I do appreciate the fact yeah, that- Yeah, you laughed like, at the fat joke. Okay. I laughed at the- at the dog joke. Not so much the fat joke. It wouldn't have mattered who was falling on who. But, um, so, uh, so that she, she's, like, trying to control herself and runs kind of out of the room, essentially, like, oh my god, Fraser, because she thinks that, obviously, the pheromones are responsible for him freaking out. Um, and he's like, I don't blame you, I blame the people at Mantastic, <laughs> which I guess is the people that made the, the pheromone, which is fucking gross. Pheromones are so gross, why do people wear that shit? It's so, don't do it, guys. If someone finds out you're wearing pheromones... You're not gonna get late. That's how it's gonna go. This has been but, your um, dating tip from the well, tabloid for this week. God. Well, not, not for me. I'm not endorsing that. Considering Mora's also anti-leather pants. Like, fuck you, Mora. <laughs> Are you pro-pheromones? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I mean, after your anti-leather pants, I'll be pro-pheromones just to be anti-you. I'm not anti-leather pants. I was anti-like leather sparkly top and leather pants. I was like, whoa. Sparkly top, not leather. Get your eyes checked, Mora. No, no, no. I just It was a lot of black. It was very black in outfit. It was fine. There's nothing anyway, you can see in a nightclub anyway, so why not make it all black? Why are you anti-black, you racist? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is not how I want this to go at all. Anyway, so. Racists never do. <laughs> racists never do. So, um, so, so, meanwhile, also, Daphne is, is bundling up to go out again with, with Niles to wherever, I guess they're going out to dinner or something, and she pulls her coat on, and <laughs> a fucking Toblerone falls out of her sleeve, because, why not? And it, everyone just kind of stares at it, and he's like, uh, and, uh, she, she's like, I love you, and he's like, I love you, it's fine, they're, they're just gonna try and work it out together. Um, and she decides she needs help. I mean, she already, I guess at that point, had claimed she needed help, but now she, like, is aware that the problem is becoming insanity, because she's literally hiding Toblerones up sleeves of coats and forgetting, and forgetting she, she did it? And she like, I think she forgot it, I think it just slipped out. Oh, okay. And she hid oh, chocolate in Fraser's room because, uh, Kenny commented on seeing it between two books. Now, why would you leave chocolate in Fraser's room of all the rooms? Like that just seems like a creepy place to be eating chocolate. But I don't know. But so well, it's a place uh, to get the, the chocolate, not necessarily to eat the chocolate. No, I guess not. But so uh, the Toblerone falls out of her sleeve. She admits. Why am I the one who has to defend the logic of the storyline? <laughs> Jesus right? Christ, Mora. Uh, <laughs> Pay it's more attention to episodes of television, and I won't have to com- like argue in favor of them. Uh, Oh, jeez. But so she, the table roams out her sleeve, and um, they all sort of suggest their ways of trying to, to fix things. Fraser suggests suggests a spa, because I guess that's what Richard will do. I never considered a spa to be a place where someone like it was. Well, it's not actually a spa. It's clearly rehab, but it's just, like rehab for okay. like this. But yeah, they're calling it a spa. Jesus it's Christ, just Laura. to be something nice in contrast to Martin going on about wiring a jaw shut, stapling a What the fuck was that? Again, he's the worst character, yet you guys are going on about how terrible Frasier is. No, Frasier's just annoying. I'm already definitely bad, too. He's, he's an asshole, but 
don't know. But so, so Frazier suggests the spa, and then they, she agrees that'd be good, which hopefully, I guess they'll have, like, physical training there or something, I don't know. But at least something, they're gonna count her, her, her dietary intake and, like, help her get back on track. And, um, uh, we get the credits of her and Niles walking around Those the apartment, dumping all the candy out. Oh, apparently which... it is cookies in the telescope, I'm looking at a transcript online and it says cookies so now we know it wasn't bratwurst okay you know it was probably i never thought it was bratwurst but you guys were adamant it was bratwurst no it was it looks it could also be like those types of biscuits like those you know there's like there's uh whatever those like i can't think what they're called they're like biscuits in a rolled up sleeve i don't know if there's a name for them but it was something like that basically it was like it does look like a cookie dough tube but it has cookies in it instead probably little like circle cookies but it was ridi- it was still a ridiculous thing to stick up a telescope like just why why a telescope that's that's what like, because well, the telescope is an integral up- part of the set that's why it, something had to be hiding there I know but it's just at what point when you're pushing a, a a random sleeve of cookies up a telescope do you realize I've got a problem that's all I'm trying at to no say. point because she didn't realize until after the fact more boom no. answered your own question <laughs> oh god god all right well. So that was the episode. Again, not not a ton happened, all things considered. I mean, there was a lot w- with the uh, the Kenny stuff. That was the main plot. But the Daphne stuff is pretty much just Look, fat jokes fat. and fat. womp womp. She's I need fat. help. She needs Which, help. I, I, I forget. Do you guys remember when they actually resolved that? Is it like the next episode or something? Well, no. He's, he's gone now because she was like going on maternity leave. Going on maternity leave. That was the whole point of this. Did you do any research, Maura? No, no, I know she left away, went away. I just forgot when she came back if she was, like, suddenly thin again. I couldn't remember that. Um, I knew that, because I watched this mostly in syndication. I don't know about you guys. I watched this I watched it as aired. Um, but yeah, so, so that was, uh, Frasier. Uh, so, Latoya, what do you think? I know that you, you definitely have opinions on what was worse than this in the plot of Frasier. Cause I, know I just don't think, I think this is indicative of just, like, a terrible option for a storyline because, like, you have Will and Grace years later. We would just like put co- comically put like buckets or laundry uh, baskets in front of Deborah Messing when she was super pregnant. And they, as did, opposed it with, to, they like, did it with the nanny with Lauren Lane when she was pregnant, and they actually, um, she actually said in the episode something about something whether it was another TV show or something that she'd seen about, oh, it's so ridiculous how they try and hide it, and she's holding this massive pot plant in front of her stomach. <laughs> and I, Yeah, I just think the way they did it here, especially with, like, they did not dress her well at all. Like, nothing was... I don't think even before this episode anything was really flattering for Jane, Le- uh, Jane Leaves. It was just, like, ugh. That, like, ugh. But I think that this is just a bad episode in general for that whole storyline but not indicative how bad the show got in general considering there are like two more seasons after this so we could have done far worse right and and what do you consider to be like the worst of the show because i know it gets pretty pretty fucking grim i mean i i kind of i did watch it all i believe i just i don't even really remember because i never rewatched much of the latter seasons because it was so oh god i don't even know yeah there's the 11 seasons and just like honestly Anything past, like, once you get to the double digits, it's like, what's the point? It all, I kind of just ignore it. I don't think about it, but, like, uh, episode three of season 11 is Patrick Stewart guest star because, you know, NBC, you have to have your guest stars. So that's always, that's always a bad sign for must-see TV was, like, big stars. Like, uh, Frasier thinks Roz's new boyfriend is gay. I, I actually remember that episode very well. That was, that was highly, uh, 
advertised. Now, Patrick was the Stewart. Doctor was Phil thing in those seasons because that was he was two thousands ish, right? When he when he got popular, I think it was probably that is true. that is true about his popularity. I don't remember Doctor Phil on the show. Oh, he was on the show. Oh, there's like a meeting of him and Fra- I remember that. Oh my god, my mom was upset because he was Oprah before he was anybody famous on his own. He was just like a person who showed up on I, Oprah. All the time. Yes, yes, he yes he was. Yeah. I am aware. <laughs> and then like, that was also, season ten. I know. I remember old school Zoe Day Chanel was on here too. Um, I think it was she was like Roz's niece, maybe or cousin, maybe cousin. She's probably closer in age. But I don't know. She was related to Roz. I remember that. Um, but yeah, I saw. I kind of. I, I had watched it pretty, re- like, regularly in syndication to the point where I think I probably caught up at some point. Because um, I, I, I have a feeling this is already syndicating as it was still airing, or at least it was about to. Because it, it it was so prolific. Like, this show went on for... I mean, it was... They were, like we said, only 20-minute episodes, but it was very, very... I wouldn't even call it, like, serialized plot necessarily, but just very character-heavy, so, like... It was, it was easy to in. just pick up an episode here and there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know that I certainly didn't watch it from the beginning um i don't know that because because it kind of i'm not even sure when it came over here probably not that long after it did air in the u.s um mm-hmm. i yeah i'm really not sure but uh i know that i wasn't watching it particularly till i was probably in my 20s and i was just catching an episode here and there and i liked it well enough to go and buy the dvds and just sit and kind of binge on it so <laughs> Possibly a poor life choice. I love it. Possibly a poor <laughs> life choice watching all of it in one go, but you know, I've made worse life choices when it comes to media. I mean, uh, we should say too, this is another one of those um, late '90s, early 2000s shows where the the, the guest list alone on the show. I mean, like the, everyone has been on every like a lot of very very sophisticated actors have been on the show, which they don't even necessarily do a lot of TV. Like I still remember. I don't know if it was later seasons, or I remember there was, they kept promoting Helen Mirren showing up on the show, and, I mean, I mentioned the other couple that Well, I mean, Helen Mirren's favorite show is Portlandia, so... Right, well, that's nowadays, but, like, for a long time, that was, like, a big deal for her to show up on a So you don't think she had a sense of humor before Mora, is what you're saying? Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say that to Helen Mirren's face? Well, how did you construe that from what I just said? Well, you just said, well, that's now. I'm like, yeah, she's still, I'm sure, had a sense no, of humor before Portlandia. TV. No, 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 no. I meant, like, she just didn't do a ton of TV. Like, it was, it was... I mean, I mean, this is a juggernaut show, though, too. And again, it was on must-see oh, TV yeah. and NBC. There exactly. were huge stars in all of these shows. No, that's what I mean. But I think this one especially got a lot of, like, gravitas that some other shows didn't necessarily have, although they were all on TV, because it had that, like... You know, it had a little bit of the 80s vibe with the Cheers element of it, but it also had, like, the real modern stuff, and then the fact that Frasier was, like, such a, you know, snooty, highbrow person in general. Obviously, they were lampooning that, which is part of why, I guess, people were agreeing to be on it, to lampoon that whole thing, but it also just, I don't know, I feel like it was more sophisticated than some sitcoms of its time. Not that it really is, but I think it just claimed to be. I don't think they actually necessarily were. It just... It comes across as a lot smarter. Pick a side, Mora. Is it sophisticated or not? It is, but they're they're feigning sophistication. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it did a good job of, you know, t- talking the talk. It didn't necessarily have to walk the walk every episode. But anyway, but so I don't know. I I, I think you should. I think everybody should watch it. I think it's especially the early episodes. I think it's a great show. I loved Niles a lot. So yeah, no surprise. Surprise. <laughs> 
Watch it for other reasons besides Mora's love of certain characters. Well, I, I also I also really enjoyed Roz when I was growing up. Too. Roz I think was Roz fantastic. Was she is the Roziest. I loved how she just owned her sexuality and she gave no shits and... Like, well, Mora hates that, as we, as we learned. <laughs> it was really refreshing Obviously. to see that on a show at that time because, I mean, even though I was watching it later, it's just like, you know, I mean, Fraser hung shit on her for it, but um, he hangs shit on people for everything. And, Much less. You, you yeah. know, it was just like, and she just didn't care that he disapproved or whatever. And she just did her own thing, and I thought that was great. And I loved, honestly, I loved just seeing a woman in, uh, as a producer of a TV, like, uh, as, as on a TV. As a, a radio, radio, first TV. of all. What? But, like, it's radio. I, I meant to say on TV. She's a producer of radio on TV. Like, you didn't see a ton of that. Um, well, where are you seeing producers of radio on, on TV for the most part in general, more? <laughs> hey, I watch a lot of, lot of WKRP. <laughs> Don't hate on me. But anyway, like, she... So, on the two shows, like, that's a lot. I watched the Radio Free Roscoe. Um, that would be after the time, though. God damn it! But anyway, so she she was just a really uh, strong female character, which I really at least appreciated. Obviously, there were points where that dipped um, because the show needed to to basically put fun at her. But for the most part, she was a a long term career industry woman, and there was no shame in that. There was no jokes. Real. I mean, there were jokes, a little bit of jokes about how. Some of the other people on the show, like, oh my god, Bulldog was always the worst. <laughs> they would always be making fun of her about it, but, like, it was mostly... That's just her job. Like, no one really commented on that part of it. It was more other things, but... Um, but, yeah. So, I, I really enjoy. I just like Perry Gilpin, too. She's fantastic. Hilarious. And uh, it's nice to see someone give Fraser shit, even though I know you, you seem to love him, Latoya. <laughs> I guess not. You, we just, like, hate I him. I don't love him. I just... I, I, after, as long as we've done these episodes, I have to be the one to calm you down when you're hating on a certain <laughs> character when another character is ten times worse. That's, I, you're not wrong there. Because I, I think I just had a whole thing with Frasier because Kelly, it's like, aired, honestly, Marty could be saying, like, racial slurs, but you're like, but Frasier's no. so annoying. That's no. you, Mora. No. That's you. No, but Frasier, Frasier gets blended in, unfortunately, because since the show has finished airing, Kelsey Grammer has gotten progressively more insane in real life, but so that's probably that's, part of it. That's, you, gotta, you gotta separate these things. I do, I know. It's I like the Jared Padalecki thing all over again. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, so let's move on to plugs. So what's up with you, Latoya? <laughs> well, I would like to plug uh, Happy Endings and Don't Trust to Be in Apartment 23, two shows that had uh, fantastic... Uh, Fraser joke specifically of the Roz persuasion. I mean, yes. if you can do a, a good Roz joke, then I support you. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Laferg, and you can just find out what I'm doing there. So awesome! Yay! And what's up with you, Lauren? Um, I don't have any specific plugs. You can find me on Twitter at Leb Mitchell, and um, my website laurenmitchell.net's got news about if I've got like um writing coming out um i've got one book out at the moment i've got a short story coming out just announced in march so yeah the writing is happening it's great (laughs) check it out awesome and as always i am at mara e on twitter um 
the next episode of this show will be Veronica Mars, season three, Veronica episode six. Oh, gosh. High, high infidelity. Oh, no. I tried to say that as Abel Kunzi as I could. Like, I know Veronica who you Mars. are, Veronica Mars. I've never seen Veronica Mars. Is this going to make me not want to watch it? Well, no, you need to, don't, don't watch, don't do it, just watch the show, and then listen to our podcast, because I don't know why you haven't watched Veronica Mars yeah, Veronica Mars you should watch, just in general, but yeah, that, I mean, it's, season three is, I mean, it has its moments, but this is it not. It has moments, the Paul Rudd episode, forever. Yeah, and I, I, I even like the beginning with the Michael Sarah and stuff, too, it's not. That's right. season two, that's the middle of season two. Jesus Christ, why am I having a podcast with you, Maura? <laughs> Right, when they go to Hearst Cause the first time. Anyway, so the college stuff is not great, but the beginning is okay. Before it gets too covered in piz. And or don't listen to a thing that Maura says, because again, <laughs> she just got a complete season wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I love it. But, uh, so, so stay tuned for that episode of season three, that which does not include uh, Michael Sarah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and then next week, uh, you can check out um, Supergirl. We'll be back. I'll be recapping out the Televixen, and uh, iZombie just came back uh, this Tuesday, so go back and read that one if you want to. Uh, and then you can find us on Twitter at the Televoid. You can rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. Um, you can email us at Televoid at gmail.com, and you can go back and listen to our back catalog. A lot of people have been doing it. It's pretty cool. You should try it, too. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, Toy, what would you recommend? I, we, I always try and highlight some of our more insane episodes. I always, I always seem to recommend the House of Wax episode, actually. Yes. Yeah, uh, but what else is a good one? What's I good still, one? I love uh, Early show. Edition. Oh, John Doe is a good one. Early, early edition, edition is a good mind-blowing moment. People should, yes. people should listen to the H2O and the Big Bang Theory, because yes. I'm in them. Also featuring them. <laughs> I won't say they're good, but she is in them. <laughs> You're banned from the show. I keep forgetting I'm banned from the show, because you keep asking me back. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's Mora. It's Mora. And we did mention, we did mention, um, Will and Grace. We've done Will and Grace. That's another episode you can go back and listen to. Um, the X-Files um, one was great. X-Files. X-Files 1 was not great because I didn't get to bring my patented wit because I was, like, scarred for life. Aww. Oh, so, S- Smallville, Spell, that's a good one. Or Silk Stalking, that's one where you were definitely there, Latoya. <laughs> yes, I was 100% there. Yes. So, go back, peruse, look and see if you have anything. Cause I Honestly, and I would recommend, this is something I get asked a lot from people who guest on the show of episodes they've never seen. You do not need to watch the episodes beforehand. It yeah, definitely absolutely. helps if you know what we're talking about. But, I honestly, I haven't seen half these episodes up front anyway. I, I try and be honest about that right off the bat so people aren't, you know, put off. But... I think it's more fun that way. That's how I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't have to go back and watch every movie that they watch on every podcast I watch that talks about bad movies because I have no time on my hands. <laughs> Especially when the episode of television is John Doe. You don't need yeah. to see any other episode That's, of the show. Yeah, if good. you have to watch one, no, two episodes for the show of anything we've ever done, I would recommend John Doe and Early Edition. They're abs- they're f- it's a non-stop ride of... Like, I would also and- recommend The House of Wax. Like, watch okay, that, that special that as well. pretty good. But that, if you have watched three of the things we've watched, <laughs> yeah. those are the only three. I, honestly, you yeah. watch nothing else and that'd be good enough for me. Yeah, you're, you're good with that, without watching any other episode. The Early Edition one especially is bananas, and I, even if you watch just ten minutes of it, you'll understand why it's perfect if you listen to the episode, but... Anyway, so I highly recommend that. Um, I thank everybody back who's been listening to our back catalog. We've got almost 30,000 spins, so Woo! thank you. And, uh, yeah, so check us out next week uh, when we talk about Veronica Mars. And, and don't forget to rate and review us. Yes. And in the meantime, thanks for wandering into the Teleboy, guys. See you then. Bye.